You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. It's the after laugh, after laugh. Welcome to the after laugh, after laugh, after laugh. <laughs> after laugh, man. <laughs> Go ahead, pull up a chair. Zowsers, guys. It's Bill Dawes here with uh, uh, Tommy Wakefield and uh, with our sponsor, Bang. Bang Energy drink with super creatine, which is so much better than regular creatine, and ultra CoQ10. I'm afraid to drink it. It, it makes me want to do backflips. Yeah, because you're 24. You're a child. You have this natural in your body. I don't. This has all been depleted from my endocrine or whatever the fuck system is in. So I need. I don't even know if I ones. have an endocrine. Really? It's just too big of a word for me to know. <laughs> But this, what's great about this, you look at Bang, it has zero carbs, zero sugar, zero calories, zero artificial colors, but everything about it is artificial. So it's a really interesting, like, look, it's like water. It's all zero, but it'll also kill you. Thank you, Bang, for giving me <laughs> early onset heart disease. So um, a couple things. Hey, Tommy, good to see you. It's, I've, been, I've been away on the yeah, road. on the road. Living uh, the life I, of the comic. I've, I've been in Vegas. I come back to West Hollywood, California. And this is something that always annoys me about Hollywood. Um, and I think probably it's because I'm not famous at all and I don't have a TVQ. That used to be a thing. TVQ. What's that? It was sort of before social media was a thing. Your TVQ was your... I guess your media profile, your television or movie profile. Got it. Yeah. He has a high TVQ. Now it's what's his Instagram following or whatever the fuck it is. Right. Um, okay. I get things like this. Hey, there's a taco party at 9 p.m. Leo DiCaprio and his buddies do it at the first Monday of every month. You can come with. This is why I hate LA. First of all, first of all, are you friends with? Leonardo DiCaprio. You call him Leo. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a little bit like, you know, Bobby De Niro has this thing like, mm, have you been to his house? Have you worked with him? Don't call him Bobby De Niro. <laughs> call him Mr. Robert De Niro. So Sir Leo Robert De Niro. and his buddies. <sighs> so the idea of going to a party like this where I go to like, hey, guys. <laughs> how many, people, like, are, how many people are there, you think? I'm, there couldn't be too little or there couldn't be too much. Whatever it is, is annoying. Okay. The, the, the amount of parties and events in Hollywood and West Hollywood that are just like rich people or tangentially rich people or t- famous people or tangentially famous people and all the little sycophants hang around them, either the, the fireflies or has-beens, wherever the fuck it is, it makes me want to kill myself. Right. I mean, it makes me want to go back to New York and do off, 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 Broadway. Yeah. I don't know if I ever told you this story before about okay. the time. My first movie premiere. Did I ever tell you this story? Mm-mm. Oh, this is a good story. My first movie premiere in Hollywood. I was I was in school. I was still, I was still a young lass in school. And it was, I don't want to be too specific because there are people who are still working involved. I will say involves my friend, Mark Forrestine. Um, but he, uh, we went to this premiere. It was for, I might as well say it was for Vanilla Sky, the movie Vanilla Sky. Sure. With Tom Cruise and Penelope Cruz. And I guess Mark had done a film with Penelope Cruz. So he invited me to, and I'm like, oh my God, Chinese, the legendary Chinese man's theater. And I'm going to get to walk on the red carpet. Yeah. Because I'm with Mark. Right. And this will be so cool. Very exciting. And I think I had like a date with my girlfriend at the time. I was like, listen, babe, this is for my career. I need to do this for my career. You sit tight. <laughs> you hold down the fort at our, you know, Damn, our yeah. hostel. And I'll be back later after this career move. Mm-hmm. And I wore a blazer like a dick and I walked the red carpet. And if you have walked red carpet before, if you haven't walked red carpet before, uh, no one cares about you unless it's your project. Of course. Or you're famous. Sure. Right? So if you're just a yokel who's in school for acting and you're walking a red carpet, no one's like, hey, look at that hot young guy in the scene. Let's take a photo. They're sure. just like, they're just yeah. screaming at whoever and you just walk by like literally a ghost. You mm-hmm. could be, it doesn't matter. 
Um, but I'm like, that's cool. It's still that's fun fine. to be there. It's fun. Mm-hmm. I'm walking by. I'm like, oh, cool. It's kind of, kind of fun. But I'm okay. It's cool. We go to the, the movie theater. I meet Penelope Cruz there. I watch the movie. It's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Side. Sure. Yeah. Not great. Yeah. Uh, but decent. And I mean, then, it's no miserable Mission Impossible 8 or whatever. You know. No, exactly. I mean, look, people people fall asleep on Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is a legit, he's a good actor, man. People always want to like, uh, but he's fucking he's the great. most charismatic person on the planet. And I've heard he's very punctual. You know? Very punctual. Everyone I've everyone who I've ever interviewed who worked with him is the nicest, nicest guy in yep. the world. Um, so, what was I? <laughs> anyway, they have an after party. An after party is at Hollywood Highland. You go upstairs, this big ballroom, and I'm like, I'm going to go to the after party and I'm going to kill the game. Sure. I'm going to get jobs. I'm going to get development deals mm-hmm. when people still got development deals. I'm going to charm the pants off studio Ooh, execs. That's the game, baby. So I go up to this uh, big premiere. And it's about as fancy as it gets right in Hollywood. A big Tom Cruise opening. I go up there into Cameron Crow, and I go up to the premiere party. And for f- like maybe five seconds – uh, you'll see a celebrity get a picture taken, blah, 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 and then they'll leave. And after about 15 minutes into the party, after the movie is over, the only people in this entire ballroom are hired dancers to mm-hmm. like, hey, we're party starters. And they're all like young, good guys, yeah, like sure. off the truck. And they're obviously just pay- like almost people who dance at bar mitzvahs. Uh, like they're having way too much fun. They represent way too many ethnicities. Right. <laughs> um and then, but and I'm like, oh wow! Everyone here is either paid to be here, or they're a wannabe loser actor. And I go, oh fuck, that's me. Mm. They're all a bunch of me's. They're all a bunch of people just starting out who are like, hey, duh. there's no one. And it really kind of hit me like a, a ton of bricks. I'm like, wow, I'm I'm a nobody in this town. If I'm a nobody, then I could be anybody, which kind of. Made me go, huh? That's interesting. So I went behind one of the little, <laughs> I went behind one of the little carts, and I took a bottle of, uh, I think it was a bottle of Jameson. Sure. I stole. Wow. And I started drinking. I started drinking it, walking around. I think I was auditioning for something where I play a Scottish accent. So I said, I'm going to be from Scotland. Just see if I convince people I'm from Scotland. That's fun. So I'm walking around the place. I see different people. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like just trying the accent stuff, and I see this actress that I recognize. Mm-hmm. She's a famous actress. I'm not going to say her name. I come to her, I go, I go, you know, I really love your work. And, and I say the name of the movie that she's in. And she goes, oh. And she's, at this time, I'm guessing she's probably late 30s, 40s. I'm sure. Um, so she's older than me, obviously. Yeah. And I'm, I'm looking at her going, like, maybe like late 30s. But cute. Like, I always had like a weird little crush on her. Very funny actress, very talented actress. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, I love your work on this movie. And she goes, oh. And she has like a dress. She's all dolled out. Right. And I go, she goes, oh, where are you from? I go, I'm from Scotland. And she goes, where? I go, I'm from Glasgow. She goes, oh, I did a movie in Glasgow. I was like, oh. <laughs> what, what part of Glasgow? I was downtown Glasgow. So we just, we just start talking. I'm drinking. She goes, can I have a shot? Can I have a kiss? I go, oh. I give it to her. We end up talking for an hour and a half. Wow. I'm, my name's Duncan. I'm Duncan. I'm from Glasgow. I'm just here. I saw the, I, I just kind of snuck in. I just saw the party. I saw people. I said, fuck it. I was walking there. Yeah. Had a great time. We're laughing. I'm joking. I'm having a great time with her. We had to talk all about Scotland, my people, the clan, all the movies she's done. Great time. And at one point I say, you know, I'm curious because you're dressed to the nines. You look amazing. Mm-hmm. You're all by yourself. Why is that? What's going on with you? Why are you here by yourself looking like this? And she says, I just found out my husband's having an affair. And he's been, he's been cheating on me with his secretary. And they're in Arizona for the weekend. And I'm like, oh. And he goes, and he goes, the worst part is we have two kids. And I don't know if mm. we're going to get a divorce or what. I don't know what's going on. I go, and right there, I'm like, oh, my God. I should probably give up the gig. Tell her that I'm putting an accent, that I'm actually an actor. Da, 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 da. And I go, uh, that's terrible. We should probably fucking get revenge on him. <laughs> that's what I say. <laughs> I say, we should probably fuck. And now I don't know. By, wow. by the way, we're sharing a bottle of Jameson. Yeah. So I am 
Am I sober? No. I don't know. I'm definitely drunk. <laughs> and by the way, the Scottish accent, if you guys are like, what a shitty accent, it's actually probably even uh, better when you're drunk. Because everything sure. sounds a little bit Scottish when you're drunk. So I'm like, I was like, the guy sounds like a fucking asshole. We should go back and get a revenge on him. <laughs> and I'm expecting her to go, ha, 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 silly. And that she goes, is a line. She goes, well, I have a babysitter at the house right now. And you, I couldn't see you. I couldn't just walk. I'd have to like sneak you in through the back door and like tell her like I'd have to like call her. And she takes like a cell, you know, those old cell phones back uh-huh. in the day. And I'm going like now my heart's because I'm like, I can't believe like I'm going to go home to this woman's house and have sex with her. Wow. As a Scotsman. <laughs> Do I pull out and go freedom and just like. Oh, so but literally like that's in my head I'm thinking. And I'm just going like, what, what, like, cause I can't stop it. I can't stop it. I can't all of a sudden like go into like a normal, uh, like, huh, I'm sorry. My name is Bill. Begue. I have to keep going. I'm like, I'm just going to be a Duncan forever. forever. I'll know. I'll marry her. I'll be Duncan. And, uh, this is about two and a half hours in the party. I think right. everyone's left. Everyone yeah. I know is left. Guess who comes walking up to me? Mr. Mark Feuerstein. Mm. And Mark goes, Hey, Bill. <laughs> remember my name's duncan right so hey bill we're taking he goes hey bill i'm taking off and i go and in my head i'm like oh fuck i gotta respond to him as bill but so she still hears duncan right so i have to do like a hybridized voice where she thinks i'm scottish and he thinks i'm bill and he'll he'll leave so i go i go oh, i'm just gonna stay here for a bit I'm gonna say here for oh, that's, oh I'm gonna take it here for a bit. Now she obviously recognizes Mark because Mark is you know pr- pretty well in known. the movie. Um, he's not in the movie. Oh, but he's done a lot of TV at this point. I'm Got sure it. she recognized in the comedy world. Sure. I go, I'm gonna say here for a bit, and he goes, "I shit you not." He goes, "Oh, you're doing the Scottish thing." <laughs> and her face, I mean, it literally looked like she just pooped her pants. It was just like. Her mouth drops, she, uh, and she goes, and I go, I look at him, I go, I- I'll see you in a bit, I'll see you in a bit. And he walks away, he goes, ha, ha, ha. He does like a little laugh and walks away. Ah. And she goes, she looks at me, I go, he's just taking the piss out of me. He loves doing that, because people love the accent, he's taking the piss out of me. And she goes, you're an actor, aren't you? I go, no, 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 I'm from Glasgow, he's taking the piss out of me, he loves to do that. <laughs> she goes, how did you know him? I was like, oh, no, we're old friends from like school back in the day or whatever. <laughs> I forget what I said. She goes, you're an actor and you're doing character work, aren't you? And I go, no, 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 no. She goes, and she, she takes her, she goes, I just want to say that was some of the best character work I've seen. Congratulations. I'm sure, sure you're going to have a good career. And she shook my hand. And I was, the whole time I was like, no, no, he's just fucking with me. Please come back. And she walked away. I've never seen her. I've seen her on TV and, and uh-huh. film since. I've never seen her again. I've worked with people, worked with her. Wow. I've always wanted to bump into her. Television. Anyway, that's, that's. Fucking goes back to this like you want to go to if I go to Leonardo DiCaprio I'm gonna as fucking Scottish guy who no one knows. <laughs> hey, let's do it. Fucking get in there. Anyway, so I was I was just in Vegas. Bring and... back a tail. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Every by the way, we got a tail coming up. A tail from Vegas, which is uh... now. Tommy, have you done the road before? Have you? Uh, I've done San Diego and a couple other spots close by <clears throat> Santa Barbara. Name dropper. Oh, yeah. Whoa, shit. <laughs> Are you city dropping on me? <laughs> yeah, no big deal. So, um, okay. Yeah. So, Redondo Beach. Heard of it? Okay. <laughs> big time. Do you want to be, as an old comic talking to the woke comic, do you want to be <laughs> a road dog? Nah. No, no interest. I don't, I, I don't think anybody wants to be a road dog. I mean, some, some people, people love it. I, I would want to do it. I definitely want to do it. But I don't want that to be the end all, you know. Yeah, I wanted. I got interest in other stuff too. I want to write mm-hmm. for TV and stuff. Okay, but I definitely want to do the road. Okay, well, I'll take you on the road sometime, Tommy. That would be amazing. I used to do the road. Every great comic I've ever known has done the road. Thank you. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> that's just that's part no, of the it, journey for it, sure. It, it's a, and there are some people who just really enjoy it. I think they enjoy the idea of this sort of suspended responsibility for life right. where like you're always just on the road. So you're never really taking care of anything and yeah. people are taking care of it. 
Um, I never understood people who are married with kids and do 300 days a year on the road. I'm always yeah, like, that seems insane. They're like, well, I got to pay for my family. Yeah, you also have to avoid your family, apparently. Right, totally. Um, like the main Uber driver in town. So um, <laughs> I, have a mi- I have mixed feelings about the road. I always say this, and this goes to anyone. If you have a husband or a boyfriend or a girlfriend or wife who's a traveling salesman who's on the road a lot and you're worried about monogamy, here are the options, basically. Either you're, particularly for women regarding men, although it works both ways, but to be, if your guy is a comic or a rock star on the road, mm-hmm. the options are this. He's either a drunk or a drug addict. Okay. <laughs> or he's cheating. Okay. And some sometimes all three of them combine. Or he is the most, he's a complete fucking nerd who reads books every night <laughs> there's no other option yeah <laughs> i mean hey yeah the only time i can keep myself monogamous is if i have if you're look if your guy does not read books he's cheating <laughs> and if he's on the road if your guy's on the road and he doesn't have a book in his hand That's then he's funny. fucking cheating Dude, i swear to you you're right that if it's he true. doesn't read books <laughs> if you go to his house the first time and there's not a fucking shelf, he needs a fucking shelf. Yeah, he's a fucking full-on bookshelf. Yeah, he's got a library card, this motherfucker. What did you do last night? Oh, baby, I just watched TV and went to sleep. Did you? <laughs> did you, buddy? Mm, okay. Yeah. He's oh. got to bring back a book report, this motherfucker. Yeah. He's got to... Re- I, I, by the way, I'm not yeah. kidding. Give me the plot. No spark notes shit either. I read it too. <laughs> I know this sounds like a joke, but if your guy, I don't care if you're, oh, I know he's in a rock band, but he will never cheat on me. Fine. If he does not have a book in his carry-on, he is a lying sack of shit. <laughs> the only way you can keep faithful on the road is reading a book. Sorry. Because otherwise, or you're a massive alcoholic and your dick doesn't work. Ugh. You get so Guilty. annoyed all these people. No. My boyfriend would never shut up. Anyway. So... I'm in Vegas with my book, uh-huh. Malcolm Gladwell, Gladwell's new book, Talking to Strangers, which is really great. Was this all just a big excuse to plug how fucking well-read you are? I used to be really well-read. Yeah, then you got into the drugs and the <laughs> and pussy. Huh? And the drugs and the smoke. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, it's just like, what, what's the phrase? The uh, An idle playground's a devil's... What? Idle hands are the devil's play, playground, yeah. right? So after you do a show... And you have all this, all this endorphin rushing through your body, and all this energy, and this glow. And then you have people giving you attention. You have all this energy. Like your options are, um, you drink it away, you drug it away, you fuck it away, or you read it away. There's no other. There's no other option. Yeah, that's it. It's like going on stage at all. It's just kind of weird adrenaline high, mm-hmm. and you. Most people just kind of want to keep it going. Yeah. It's like 11 p.m. Yeah. You know? The only other thing you'd be is maybe you could be like a CrossFit workout junkie. People who work right. out after shows. There's a lot of sober be... fitness heads. Yeah. But a lot of them, are they fuck, you know? Yeah. They're so anyway, there. I'm in Vegas for this. And I'm single in Vegas. Uh-oh. Ladies. Um, so I, I have mixed feelings about the road. I, the first time I did Vegas for a week... I was there for a full week, and by the Sunday, the final is Monday through Sunday. The Las Vegas Laugh Factory. It's two shows, Monday two shows, and I think the weekend was three shows on Friday and Saturday. It's a lot. Um, and what happens? You get in this weird cycle where you do the shows, you go party afterwards at night. Sometimes you go to a strip club or a party or whatever the hell it is. And in Vegas, like going to a strip club, there's no taboo. It's like, hey, we're going to the strip club. It's not like, oh my God, we're going to the strip club. It's just something people That's do. That's 50% of the buildings. Yeah, you know? exactly. Which will tie into the story I'm going to tell later. So, um, and then you're out till three or four, come back, you go to sleep, you wake up at noon in your hotel room. You're like, oh, I got to get some food. You go down to the employee, EDR, employee diamond room, which is in the basement. In the fucking. Yeah dungeon of the uh, casino and you eat with all these uh, like everyone else is kind of sad they're all wearing like sequin vests and name tags and watching espn on like a cathode ray tube like right. in the corner you're like and this food's all and the people just slopping it in 
everything's gross. It smells gross. Has a vague scent of like Clorox mixed with puke, and you know, and and their mirrors say like, "How do you look?" Question mark. Like, do you represent the Tropicana? And you're just like, "I, I look like I want to kill myself." <laughs> and then you eat for an hour and you watch ESPN, and then you're like, "Oh man, all that food. I'm gonna take a nap." Now it's like one thirty-two. You take a nap. You wake up at six. The shows, you drink a bang. Shows, shows at you know? eight. Shows at eight, and you're like, "Well, I have two hours for showtime. I'm just gonna watch TV until the show." Sure. You do that two days in a row. You have not been in the sun, and mm. if you haven't been in the sun for ten minutes a day, your brain starts going crazy. And by the end of a week, you you are losing your mind. You're like literally about to kill yourself. Um, hmm. So I was like, "I'm never gonna do it." But now I figure it out. Every day I go to yoga. I'm being work, working it clean, bang lifestyle. So I had an audition come up. And sometimes when you're on the road and an audition comes up, you have to self-tape. Have you ever done self-tape, Tommy? Uh, not Have much. you auditioned yet? No? You're a good-looking kid. It'll happen to you. Oh, get out of town. So now with the new iPhones, you don't have to go to the studio. You can do it in your hotel room. Yeah. And I know people have booked work from, from comics who book stuff from the hotel. So I get this audition for a TV series called Tommy. Really? There's a CBS series coming out called Tommy. And I will not be in it. <laughs> <laughs> so, and oftentimes I get these auditions. I'm like, okay, I'm going to have eight lines as a cop. Right. I know how to memorize really quickly. So I'm like, oh, it's going to be this douchey guy going, hey, I'm a douchey douche. Or I'm a cop like, move over, sir. Um, so I knew the audition came in. I had two shows. I'm done at midnight. I pulled the audition and it's a huge audition. It's a huge part, huge audition. I'm like, fuck. And it's a great part because I play this evil, white, douchey, cracker ass, devilly, <laughs> racist piece of shit. I'm like, thank you. This is the, the one good thing about, about like the intersectional movement right now is that like you need, you need villains. Right. And They're I, fun to play. I represent a villain. Mm-hmm. So check out the Wu Tang uh, new TV oh yeah. show, uh. <laughs> episode seven, Wu Tang American Saga. He I'm plays on a it. villain. I play a cop. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What's the difference? No, come no, on, no, Tommy. Right. Whoa, wait. Blue lives matter. Getting political. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, uh, okay. So, but this is like this is like a white douchey role that was like a <laughs> okay. great. Like, oh, was like, oh man, like where he's like, you know, you people, you come and you take our goddamn jobs. Yeah, you, know, you think you you don't deserve shit. You and your lady boss, you're a bunch of fucking losers. <laughs> you and your you know, lady boss. Yeah, he says lady boss is great, and I'm like, oh my god, this is great. <laughs> so I'm like, now it's twelve thirty though. I'm looking at it now. My audition is due at one p.m. New York time, mm -hmm. which means I have to have it turned in by ten a.m. West Coast time. Okay, it's twelve thirty. Uh huh. So I'm like, okay, Jack Jr., who's emceeing the show. Right. Hey, Jack, can you do? Can you help me with this? Oh, bro, I got the flu, man. I can't. I got to go to bed, dude. I'm tired, dude. I'm out. Shang, his phone's off. Shang, who's all like, you yogurty. He's always asleep and reading a, a bedtime story by 10 p.m. Anyway, so um, so those are my two people I know. Right. Then, so I start like, who do I know? Oh, wow. I start messaging people in Vegas, which is weird. Like, you get a message at 12 o'clock. Like, hey, you want to come to my hotel room and yeah. read with me? Right. And... uh and of course, I'm getting no response. Or a little like, bit intimate, William. It sounds a little fishy. Yeah. So, and I'm thinking, I can't, there's no way I can do it myself because you need someone to read against you. Sure. And I'm, and then I'm on the website. Now I'm like, I'm down the rabbit hole. I'm looking up, are there places where you can do self-tape in Vegas 24 hours? Are there places open at eight o'clock in the morning I can go to? And Vegas is in LA where in LA there's dozens of places where you can go but in vegas there's nothing the very few people sending tapes so and i can't go to sleep so now it's like four or five in the morning i email my manager i go i love this part i'm sorry that they need it by now because i'm not gonna be able to do this tape so i sent that message and i was like i'm gonna go to sleep of course i can't sleep around 8 a.m i get like a notification on my instagram now let's backtrack. As I've been going through uh, my days in, make sure you talk on the mic. As I've been going through my days in, in Vegas, I have been um, promoting on Instagram, mm -hmm. and one of the most effective tools for promoting, uh -huh. which gets me banned all the time, is, uh, is is dating apps. Maybe I should start doing that. I'm telling you, 
the first time I heard about, it goes, yo, man, I'm using Tinder to promote. I'm like, you sack of shit. What does no, that you're not. mean exactly? Like you put the show poster as your picture or you can. You're I mean, matching with people as a person and then you tell them about it. The bio basically says, here's my handle for Instagram. Here's where my I'm at the La, Laugh Factory, Tropicana, all this week. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. With the dates. Sure. Right? And then you're done with the dates. You deactivate it. Bunch of horny young broads start showing up. So it was great back in the day because you could get like if a lot of people were – particularly as a headliner. Right. I don't have – I mean I do well, but I don't have much of a draw. So it was a great way to get people to just show up who – and sometimes people show up and they'd be like, hey, I'm here for our date. I'm like – Buy my t-shirt, bitch. There's no date. Mm. Okay. And they'd buy a t-shirt and they'd walk away like, what just happened? I'm like, well, I yeah. never said it was a date. Unfortunately, what happens is that a lot of women get mad and they report me and I get banned. Yay. So I get banned all the time. Wow. I'm banned from Bumble. I'm banned from Tinder. And I always... Grinder. <laughs> hey, Grinder doesn't it's care. still hope. They, I'm sure I get banned too. A lot of people curious about that. So if, you go on a, so if you go on a dating app and you go, hey... Mm, let me see them titties, girl. You want some of this dick? Right. Fine. Hey, would you like to come for free to a comedy show and bring whoever you want? Mm, Banned. Banned. It's fucked up. Yeah. Um, the fact that a woman would be like, hey, dear Tinder, this man does not want to have sex with me. He just wants me to come to a show. Anyway. <laughs> so, now here's the other caveat. In Vegas, Tinder is an escort service. Ah. I would say 90%, maybe that's too high, 75% of the women on Tinder in Vegas are mm -hmm. escorts. Sure. By the way, there's a lot more escorting going on in Vegas than people realize. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean just like the ones on the street or the companies you buy. Like everyone's kind of – like a lot of the women are vaguely escorty-ish. Mm. Like a lot of the women are like, oh, I'm not an escort. But if you're lost, I could uh, help you uh, find like, your way around. I just need gas money if you want to hang out. You know what I mean? Like, make a donation. <laughs> if you want to hang out. So I, I started to find that hilarious because what happens is they you match with them and then they follow you on social media and they start hitting you up on Instagram. Okay. And they go, hey, what are you doing today? You want to like you want to like hang out the beat? Now it's always very clear who who the uh, who the prostitutes quote unquote prostitutes escorts whatever the, no difference are because they always want to hang out in the middle of the day they're like let's go hang out at the pool i need a massage what are you doing you know um and i think it's funny so i go oh yeah sure come over here's my room number because now we know now i know exactly what the game is and they go well just you know oh, that's cool uh like hook me up i i you know uh 250 is cool and i go it's perfect because i charge 300 i'll waive the 50 we'll call it even you know, and then they. What just, do you mean you charge three hundred? Oh, that's their. That's they're their saying game. they're saying you get a fifty dollar discount, gotta, and gotta, I gotta, say gotta, gotta, gotta. they say they charge two fifty. I go, well, I charge three hundred, but I'll waive the fifty dollars, so we'll just come over. We'll make it even. <laughs> Wait, are you saying you're an escort yeah. too? Okay, yeah. I got it. So I just it. fuck with them because it's hilarious. That's funny. Or they go, oh, I'm coming over with my friend. We're four four by four. I don't know the language. Okay, so as a, I've never been with a pro. Sure. Been with lots of amateurs. But I've never been with a escort or a pro or anything like that. Or a prostitute. A pro. I'm a little bit nervous. That's, that's what it is. It's a pro. Okay. So, and then I was like, hey, you're cute. You want to hang out? Whatever. But first of all, any girl, if you're in Vegas, anyone here, if you're in Vegas and a girl at a bar looks at you, she's a prostitute. <laughs> and, but I don't mean like looks at you like, like but if a girl is like, like sm looks at you and smiles, she is 100% an escort. Yeah. I don't care how cute you think you are. But Vegas plays into this mentality of everyone thinks they're special. I'm special, so I'm going to win this this back, you know, blackjack table. I'm special when win this poker game. I'm special that this woman wants me because I'm so hot. Right. No, no one's special. You're all fucking losers. That's all... why I don't go because I know I'm not. <laughs> yeah, no one's going to win, and no one's trying to fuck you in Vegas. Period. They, it's transactional. So they Except look for at the you. large amount of women that were apparently coming to see Bill. <laughs> They're the only exceptions. But no, but but Vegas was never I was never effective with the Tinder stuff. Oh, okay. It was a little bit, There's but not towns. that much. But like Arizona, I would get like a yeah. dozen women a show. Reno? Reno Clean enough. Killing the game. Okay. But um So So this is what happens. So um I'm sad. I don't get so and I get attacked. Boing! Eight in the morning, like eight thirty in the morning. Is that your ringtone? Bring. 
My ringtone mm. is a cat. Boing. Mm. Meow, meow. Uh, okay. With W-Y-D. Right? What you doing? What you doing, girl? Hey, big boy. Hey, big boy. So I say, as a matter of fact, you know what? I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to read the exchange. Yeah, boy. I think I'm going to read the exchange. I don't know if this is a, I don't even know if I have it. Okay. Maybe I do. So let's see if I can find it. Oh shit. I don't have it. Maybe it's not before. Anyway, the point is this, what you doing? And I go, I look at the boat and this woman is beautiful. I mean, she's like, she's a, a, a gorgeous young lady. Fine. Look at the pictures you know? of this lady. Look at her. She seems like a nice lady. She's a nice lady, right? I mean, but she's obviously, she's young. She's very beautiful. I mean, there's no denying that, right? So me, being a wizened old soul, I realize no beautiful woman is going to hit me up at 8.30 in the morning with w, what you doing today. How very perceptive of you. Unless it's a prostitute. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that means I have low self-esteem. So I go, I'm like, Wait a second. I have to do this audition tape. She's a prostitute. What's, what's Let's the diff? Let's fucking rack it up, you know? So I go, hey, this may seem a little bit weird, but would you be uh, willing to um, come over to my hotel room and help me put myself on tape for an audition? And she's like, sure, winky face. Like, In her mind, she's probably thinking, for legal purposes, he has to write this so in case there's a trail, he's gonna get caught. You <laughs> Got know what it. I mean? Uh huh. Like, yeah, we're like Eddie Murphy, like, I was just giving her a ride home. Sure, you were, dude. Right, 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 you right. You like Eddie Murphy, you like sucking training dick. Ugh. Oh, had to take Transsexual, it there. transgender. Dick. Yeah. By the way, you could say the word tranny 10 years ago, it wasn't a problem. Now I get you can't say tranny. Five years ago. But now Five it years is. ago. That's the game, baby. You love sucking the T Rex dick. So, anyway. T they word. Have, they haven't what outlawed that yet, transgender to be dick. Eddie Murphy. I was getting right. a ride home. So I don't know what that is. No, you weren't. Anyway, yeah. anyway moving so on. So I go, by the way, this is me telling a story about how I also didn't have sex with one. Yeah. So I tell and her you're to come over. The truth, and she goes, right, Bill? Yeah. Yeah, mom. So I tell her to come. I tell her to, I go, look, can you, you come over? Come, huh? And she goes, <laughs> she goes, I need $200 for a blowjob. And I go, how about 150 and we don't touch each other, you but you help lines. me with these, but you read lines. And she goes. She's like, you want to do lines? Yeah. So I'm going like, and she goes, uh -huh, okay. And I go, no, I'm serious. You, I have three important scenes. You're going to come over. We're not going to run. So she goes, well, you got to get my, you got to get my Uber. I'm like, okay, I'll get an Uber. And she, she was so far away. The Uber was like 20 bucks. I'm like, really? 20 bucks for the Uber? I was like, fine. Because now I'm desperate. Because now I'm like, I got to do it. And you have maybe what? Like three hours? You got a ticking clock at this point. I have like an hour. Wow. Okay. Left. An hour and a half. So I get her the Uber. Um, and vroom, meanwhile, vroom. I'm, I'm setting up. I'm setting my, I have a tripod. I set my, I, I, I have a button down. I bought a button down the night before wow. with a tie because I'm pulling a detective. That's what villains wear. I quaff my hair. I put a little mascara. Really? Baby. For the self -tale? Eyeliner. You bring that with you? Huh? You bring that with you? Yeah. Every time you're on stage. Yo, hate the game, not the player, bro. <laughs> so I, uh, <laughs> no, just when I'm on tape. No, sure. Yeah, my yeah, yeah. eyes get washed out, Keep it Tommy. with you in case you get a script. Ugh. By the way, you know, you know how much trouble I've gotten over my life? I have a thong strap, a red thong strap mm -hmm. from my joke about going to a gay gym. Right. My crunch fitness bit. You guys yep. can Google that. And I have mascara and eyeliner for putting myself on tape. Love a prop bit. Yeah, we tell people, I can't believe whose underwear is this? I'm like, there's, it's you mine. see how it's ripped? Anyway. Yeah. Well, at least you got a clip. You got a YouTube clip. Most guys yeah. don't have that. <laughs> Wait, hold on, baby. Look at the yeah. clip. Where yeah. are you going? <laughs> so uh, she shows up. And by the way, this girl shows up and she is, and I told her, she goes, well, when I go, don't, I go, wear sweats. Don't worry about makeup. I don't give a shit. Like, we're just going to be yeah. taping. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be on camera. I think at first she thought it was like a porn audition. Right. She was, oh, we're auditioning. <laughs> I go, no, I'm auditioning. <laughs> You're reading lines opposite. Uh -huh. So she came in and she's like, she's beautiful. I mean, this girl's beautiful. It always right. it always blows my mind when I see a girl and she's 22. 
Mm-hmm. And she's beautiful. She's from Montreal. Oh, she nice. speaks several languages. Making that dough. And she had this weird, she had this weird French kind of ghetto patois. Okay. Where it was interesting, and I feel like French I want ghetto. That sounds kind of hot. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what hot. that means, but it's so interesting. She, uh, she, uh, yeah. she shows up, beautiful. I'm like, oh my god, this girl is like a knockout. And of course, yeah. all I can think is like, wh- why? Like, first right. of all. She was going to f- fuck me for $250. Right. A working class I European. Know, I don't know much, but that doesn't seem like a lot of money to fuck a stranger. Does it? Depends when the rent checks do, you know? <laughs> I guess so. So I'm going like, this is like way too, uh, th- it doesn't make any sense to me that, th- that this chick is like, um, here, are the, here are the tapes, by the way. We got to play these because oh, no. you hear her reading in the back. It's the best. And then, <laughs> then you can judge my acting. Whatever. Fuck you. So um, she... Uh, she shows up and I go and, I, and meanwhile I'm in my time. So she's probably right away going, "Oh, he's actually doing it." Yeah. So I go, "Okay, you're gonna stand here. You're gonna light, and I'm gonna be here and look at the light." And I swear to God, within five minutes, she was like, "Okay, we gotta move this lamp over here. We should put this over here." Okay, you look, you move a little bit to the left. She starts like directing me. You're paying her. And I'm going, and then I go, and then the next step, I go, "Okay, it makes sense that she would know." camera and lighting a little bit okay. she knows how the iphone works she's, she's young so she, she knows. probably got dreams bill yeah and she's like oh you gotta put the camera this way it's better this way she's like she knows she i'm like all right here we yeah. go she does like a great three-point lighting she's like let me go back to my car yeah, i got a fucking like, oh, the, bounce board she brings up backlighting and shit i'm like whoa <laughs> so then she, she has uh, a slate in her ass <laughs> <laughs> and then she um and then i then the next step i go oh she's got to read with me i don't know i mean I'm sure she can read, but right. like, is she going to be good? So we start reading. It. She picks up the cues, boom, wow. right away. Uh-huh. I mean, she does a better job, yeah, than friends of mine. She gets the part. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, she's gonna get the part. Who's that? And, she's, who and she that? starts adding acting values, and then we'll do the scene. She'll be a cut. She'll go, "You messed up that line." I'm like, "Oh shit!" And then you fucked. <laughs> But, but I mean, by the, the, by the end, I'm going, I'm going like, I think I love her. No. So we do all three scenes. Uh-huh. She's killing the game. She's giving me no. She's giving me acting notes. Yeah. She's like, oh, this is better. When you get like more emotional here, it's like kind of cool. And she's like a- adding value to it. I mean, I want to play this shit. Okay, play it into the mic. Hold it right up. Where, where's the where's the uh, where's the volume top for? top? No, 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 no. <laughs> the bottom of the phone, top of the mic. <laughs> Does Elamont live with the family? No, with another au pair. I talked to the roommate. She doesn't know much. She just moved to the States. Go at her again. Who's with you? <laughs> I mostly work alone. Yeah, that hasn't turned out so well. Diaz? Abner Diaz? You're kidding me. You know each other? Ma'am, I, I, I prefer to work alone. I really don't care. We need everybody's eyes on this. There is a problem. No, ma'am. Kind of sounds like Rihanna or something, right? She's like adding. She's like, really? I don't really don't care. She's fucking killing it. She's crushing it. Yeah, dude. How funny would it be if you see the show and she's playing? <laughs> <laughs> but then I thought, like, so we did the three scenes, um, and it took about an hour. Is it a woman's part? Yeah. Okay. So we do the three. Scenes. Jack Junior, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sick fool. So we do the three scenes. Multiple times. I don't know if that's the tech I use. I mean, usually I'm a better actor than that, guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we're done. I mean, but literally it was like, it was like super quick. Sure. High five. I give her the cash. And she um, she goes, I'm going to go shopping. And I said to her, the only part of the exchange that was different than if just a friend had come over to help me mm-hmm. is at one point I go, are you glad that you don't have to fuck? Hmm. Are, I, I said, are you glad that you don't have to have sex? right now right and she said oh my god yes and part of me was like cool then i was like wait is it directed towards me what the fuck um, <laughs> but like i could just tell she was like <laughs> i could tell that she was like wow like that's really cool that this guy actually right. is just treating me like a human and i felt really good about it. and i said hey look if you want to come to a comedy show come for free always gotta blah, blah, plug blah. the show baby that's gotta the plug game. the show yeah here's my podcast <laughs> <laughs> So I go, uh, I go, yeah, if you want to come. Send her the episode. Oh, my God. I I will. I'll send her this episode. 
I wonder if I can plug her business, but I don't want to do that. Right? But, yeah, yeah. I mean, because part of me is so. So then, then I go, I go. I wonder, you know, in a weird way, I guess you kind of think, since I treated her with kindness and respect, and I didn't have sex with her, and I showed her that men can be gentlemanly and not just use her for for sex. Kingdom of heaven, baby. Maybe. And then I look at her Instagram. She's like. <laughs> I'm only in town for two more days for all you guys out there, winky face. I'm like, ah, I didn't change it. She's still, no. she, you know, she's still, Come on. but I, I don't really get didn't it. Why? give her the full 250. <laughs> <laughs> I know I asked for a discount. I was like, this is for another 50. I mean, to be fair. Oh, and then she did, she did say, you know, for another 50, I'd, she goes, I'd never go this low, but for another 50, I'd fuck you. She told me that. Really? Yeah. And oh. I was like, no. I was like, no. Condoms? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I could do it, but I don't know. It's it's the the sex God, trade is an interesting God. thing. I'm 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 such a mixed mind because on one hand, it shouldn't be there should be less stigma around sex. Right. It shouldn't be demonized, and women who are in the sex trade, sex industry, shouldn't be demonized. The strippers should you know no one should be treated like that. On the other hand, I don't know if it should be fostered and encouraged and enabled either. I don't know. That's a tricky one. That's one of those liberal dilemmas. <laughs> da, 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 dun, dun, dun. Yeah, it's yeah. like oh, don't be a slut shamer. But then, is it more empowering to be to sleep around with who you want to sleep with? Is it more empowered to be a woman who is actually not doing that? It's one of those ones where I see people taking a hard stance, and I'm like, 10 years from now, one of y'all is going to be super wrong, you know? I know. So this, it's this one girl, is what it is. I don't know. This one girl I knew who was, um, she would always, just a friend, but she would always talk about, oh, this guy's a fuckboy. She's he a fuckboy. Oh, he's a fuckboy. Fuckboy, fuckboy, fuckboy. And they made a comment about how many people she sleeps with. She goes, don't slut shame me. I'm like, you can't call everyone a fuckboy if you can't be slut shamed. Because Yeah, we're you're... being fuckboy shamed. Yeah? Yeah, what about fuckboy shaming? What about fuckboy shaming? <laughs> What about shame shaming? Why are you always shaming people who are shaming people? Um, but it's weird because I did have this weird, maybe just because I'm old and I have a daughter who is not that much younger than this girl. Right. Where I've, I, I guess there's this weird part like, there's a better world for you out there. There's a better wow. life. But maybe there are certain women. Put it in a script. Yeah. Maybe there are certain women who literally have no emotional attachment to sex. So for them, it's not really a dilemma. No. I, I don't know. Like for when men are sociopaths, I'm not saying she's a sociopath, but when men are sociopaths, they run businesses and they murder people, and they you can run you can have your life without emotion and just and they cheat on their wife for yeah eight billion dollars yes yeah. and you can like you can fucking take over the world as a mm -hmm. male sociopath, but if you're a female sociopath, what's your option? I don't know. Maybe there's a different form. I, I'm not saying that that. Sex workers are sociopaths, but like the fact that you can completely remove your emotional life from your sex, hmm. it's a little bit different. I mean, it's a little bit sad. It's a little bit sad. But maybe, bit sad. maybe for her, she's just like, you know, it is what it is. I don't give a shit. Remember Pretty Woman with Julia Roberts? That stupid fucking movie. <laughs> the idea that she was just every every prostitute is just looking for love, and we need extra money to buy clothes. No, it's much darker than that. Yeah. Anyway, that's my story about uh, Vegas. <laughs> And the sex worker, and the first time I ever hired a uh, an escort. Now the story doesn't have a good ending because I didn't book the part, but she did. But she did. You can see her on Tommy on CBS this fall. Um, well, it's a very sweet story, you know. Yeah, Twist, but turns. I think it. I think I. Insights. You know what would made me feel better? What if she came to the comedy show? And I don't mean <laughs> that. I don't mean that. Like, I need the. I need the publicity. But as as like, hey, we connected on a human level. Come to the show. Bring your friends. Right. And she's just what like, if she invited I'm you gonna to go a, fuck to a, a bunch show. of dudes. You know? So you right. have fun telling dick jokes to strangers. <laughs> um, I wonder what she's what story she tells about me. Like this fucking freak. She definitely has told that story to some people. But do you think she's like this fucking? Let me tell you, this loser did. He should have been. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. And he didn't even. He book thought the we part. had. A, and he hugged me at the end like a pussy. He cried. <laughs> he said, "Hey, let's keep in touch." Ugh, what a loser. <laughs> What a loser. Oh, what's that? Oh, okay. You know? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, it's a sad world. Anyway, I like Vegas. it. I love the story. I know. I wish I booked it, though. That would have been a much yeah, better story. Oh, man. That would have been magical. If anyone knows anyone at CBS who's casting Tommy, can you get this story to them? The casting director. I should, I should, I should send it to the casting director, if I, by the way. <laughs> Relook at it and understand those under. Anyway, um, that's it. So, yeah. The road work. I, I said my theory about working on the road. Yeah. 
Um, it's a it's a weird it's a weird place. There's a lot of uh, uh, flim flam men and women in Vegas. I had one situation where a woman again on Tinder, she was like, "Hey," and she's really cute. Let's hang out. I want to have a drink after work. I was like, "Okay." This is years ago, and she showed up. Um, she goes, "I'm in my pimp mobile," and I'm like, "Does that mean she's a prostitute?" Go on. She showed up in one of these like. Uh, Escalades like a Cadillac Escalade. Mm-hmm. Now I didn't know it because I was thick new. Rims. Yeah, I didn't know because I was new to the scene. But that's Tinted like windows. the official vehicle to transport people to strip clubs. Right. So I get in there. There's music playing. She's in there. She's kind of cute, but not like overdone like Uggs. And she's like, "Oh yeah, let's have a drink." And like this is driver Bob. He's like, "Hey man, what's going on, dude? How you doing? Where you from? What's up, bro?" Like super like, but like the guy who obviously like. Beats up people in his spare time and goes to gym a lot and does steroids. Sure. And is probably mildly evil and mm-hmm. maybe keeps a Jew in his basement type of guy. Oh, no. And um, he's, but like, hey, but he's like muscle, you know? Right. But he's a driver. So I'm kind of going, where am I? She's like, yeah, that's my driver. So I go, where do you want to go? She goes, let's go to Crazy Girls 3. So we what? drive to- Is that a strip club? This is a strip club. Oh, Crazy Horse 3 in Vegas. So Crazy we go to Crazy Horse, Horse 3. three. One and two were pretty good, but three. <laughs> let me tell you something. These horses are crazy. So we we drive there. She goes, "Oh, because I work. She goes, I do promotions for this place. Uh-huh. Let's just hang out at work." So she goes, "Oh, can you just tip the tip the driver?" Right. So I'm like, "Oh, okay. I think I give him like five bucks, which I don't realize you're supposed to tip like twenty bucks." I'm like, "Oh, here's a tip." Because like, what the fuck? So we get out of the the Cadillac. We go to the club, and she like waves me in, like I don't have to pay the admission. I'm like, cool. I get in there. She goes, hey, sit down. Goes, the food here is really good. They have sushi. They did. You should order some food. So I go, like, cool. And I sit down, open the menu. She goes, I'm going to the bathroom. Be right back. I'm like, okay, cool. I start looking at the menu, and of course, the strippers start coming around. And they're going, hey, you want to dance? I'm like, oh, I'm with the girl. So I'm just kind of waiting for her. You know, look at the menu, blah blah. blah. Wait, comes one thing. I say, hey, y'all, I think I have like the California roll, right? She goes <laughs> away. Hey, where's your girl? And he goes, oh, I saw your girl in the bathroom. She's so hot. I, mean, I, th- I think she wants us to dance together. She, we should totally dance together. But like, you know, like I think she'd be into the idea of a threesome. Like, da da da. And I'm going, okay. But then, th- then I have like a warning flag. Like, something's not right here. I go, no, no, not right now. I'm, I'm just gonna wait for her. She never comes back. Okay. She just left, and she did the same thing to someone else. Oh. So, the so scam is, it's like a Monday night mm-hmm. in Vegas right. where there's no business at the strip club. So you go on Tinder and you get these lonely guys on Tinder. You go like, hey, cutie. You pick them up. You drive them to the strip club and you leave them there. And they're horny and bothered. And you tell, and, and the guys are going to be like, oh, yeah, she went to the bathroom. And, by the, and then the strippers know this. It's part of the scam. So the strippers come. And then next thing you know, you're $300 in debt. And... You're drunk, and you forget that this girl brought you there. Wow. This is what they do. Now, because I'm a nerd, I got my sushi rolls. I didn't leave a tip, and I left out of protest. Wow. But when <laughs> I got out, there's a limo waiting. You know, the guy's there in limo, and he goes, hey, man, how was your time? And I was like, yeah, bad, dude. you know. He goes, I'll drive you back wherever you want to go. He goes, hey, man, just leave me like a $20 tip. I was like, drop me off right now. I'm not going to pay you fucking $20. I like, guess yeah. this is a fucking – this is a scam. Um, I have one theory about maybe why you didn't book the part. <laughs> why? It's um, all of this is happening with the escort, right? Uh huh. And this is this is the role of a villain, yeah. an evil man. Yeah. But you're filled with all of this kind of uh, altruistic energy. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You're thinking about how how the world is a good place and how this lady is all nice. You know what I mean? Like the villain, he would have had sex with her for fifty bucks. <laughs> I've thought long and hard, and by long and hard, I mean long. No, I've thought long town. Okay, <laughs> I've thought long and hard about why I've never been with a prostitute and why I don't like strip clubs. Mm-hmm. And I would like to think that some sort of moral high horse or right moral compass that I have working. But yeah. I think it's mostly my ego. Hmm. I don't want a woman to want me for money, or I don't want a woman yeah, to me want neither. me for. Luckily, I think, <laughs> no woman I think will want me are... for money. <laughs> Uh, I think those are connected yeah. to morality in some way. Like when a really hot woman... It's it's your ego that is connected to the morality. Yeah. So you can't separate the two. I you can't. know what I mean? But yeah, I can't be like, oh, you're bad for going to prostitutes or going to strip clubs. It's not that. It's like my ego demands that a woman actually like me. Right. 
I need I need you to like me. And I used to fall for um you identify as someone who is good at sex and someone who is desirable. Well, you know, just look at my Yelp rating. <laughs> um well yeah, I, I want I want and I know that there's and all you the, are, like, you oh, know. Uh, oh, you're right. oh, you're so you're like uh, ugh. And I just don't like it because I want to. I want to actually feel special. So if a woman's like really special and cool and blah blah mm-hmm. blah, like my ex, for example, and then she will date me. This I'm poor and I live in a fucking shoebox. That means it's about me. You would have sex with a prostitute for free. You know what I mean? If she was like you're um, special, and she was, you're the uh, only one that would charge. Yeah, but know? I always get. Look, I was at strip club in New York not too long ago, like a couple of years ago. I think it's okay. the last time I went, and. This girl sat next to me, and same thing. It was like, oh, no, no, talk to me. You're cute. You, I, go, I, go, I go, I'm not going to pay for a lap dance, so go go dance with people because I'm not going to, you know, I don't want to take your time. She's like, yeah, I know, but it's like, I don't like it. I like you. And I don't dance. And I was like, well, I'm not going to pay for a lap dance. But if you mm-hmm. want to hang out, that's fine. And then I push. She goes, you know, I'm just going to give you lap dance for free. Right? So I go. Right. And I, I never understood lap dances. I never understood the idea of like. Oh, you mean I can get cock teased to bad 80s music? Let me go back to junior high again. Right. Like, what's the point of it? So she gives me a lap dance. It's I'm just kind of there. I'm like, okay, cool. And she sits down. And then she goes, Ugh. you know, I could have made like so much money just now for that lap dance. Not just guilting you. Yeah. And of course. I go, I I go, yeah. Day. And she goes, I mean, I'm just saying like, that's like how I make my money. And like, and I was with you and I could have been making money. And like, ugh, I don't know why I did that. And I was like. I'm like, do you want me to pay you for that lap dance? Would that make you feel better? She goes, I'm kind of. And I go, I told you I don't have cash. She's like, there's an ATM right there. Oh, my God. And then at that point, you're Just like. Just go dance with someone who will pay. I don't yeah, know. at that point, you're like, okay, fine. I'll go to ATM. I don't hate the hustle. Whatever. You know. So I'm like, it's 20 bucks. Yeah, right, right, right. I'll give her 20 bucks. It's not the end of This fucking strip club in um, New York City, I think it's called. Is it called ATM Sapphire? Limit? Uh-uh. Okay. $20 surcharge oh, on the ATM. That's So for me to get evil. a $20, yeah, pay $20, and I go I go up there with my credit card, and she's like rubbing my shoulder, and I go, hey, there's a $20 surcharge. She goes, I know. Uh, I know. But it really You're like, bleeding hard. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, You're just God. being taken advantage of. <laughs> and I don't know why I didn't just go, hey, you know what? I'm sorry. That's, I'm not going to do it. It's not worth it. Got to hit it with a, that's the game, baby. But because I'm a fucking people pleaser, because my mom was an alcoholic, I can't fucking tell women no. It's Aww. a problem. That's sad. No, it doesn't make me nice. It means I'm a, pe- there's a difference between being nice and being a people pleaser. I'm just like too afraid of women, which is why it all comes out in my stand up. <laughs> anyway, we'll figure it out, Tommy, one day. We'll learn to live and learn to love. And maybe we'll go on the road with me and you'll learn the ropes. <laughs> all right, we good, man? Love it. All right. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Bye-bye. Hey, guys. Hope you enjoyed that episode of The After Laugh. If you liked it, make sure you give it five stars on iTunes and tell your friends about it. Subscribe on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And please spread the word. Thank you so much for supporting. And check out our other podcasts on the Laugh Factory Network, Fanatics with Sean Joshi. It's the after laugh, after laugh. Welcome to the after laugh, after laugh, after laugh. <laughs> after laugh, man. <laughs> Go ahead, pull up a chair. <laughs>